I'm Sadie. I'm American and I'm living in Japan. Konnichiwa. I'm Akane. I'm Japanese and I'm living in US. And this is the Foreign Exchange Program. In this show, we invite you to listen in on our insightful discussions about language, culture, society, and personal experiences living and thriving in a foreign country. So, what are we talking about today? Today, we thought it would be fun to compare some popular movie titles in English and Japanese. Yeah, and so I was inspired to talk about this topic based on real life events, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> I'm sure this kind of thing has happened to you before, too. But let's say you're talking with somebody about a movie. And then they say the title of it, in your case, in English, and in my case, in Japanese. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What is this? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> so then I go to Google and I look it up and I see the English title in my case. And I'm like, oh, that's the movie you. Okay, I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me too. Even I told a lie. Someone said, oh, have you watched this movie? Which is English title. And I said, no, I don't know. I never watched the movie. <laughs> But it was this movie in Japanese. Oh, I see. I watched it. Yeah, actually, I watched it. Sorry. <laughs> so we're going to look at some examples of movies like that where the titles do not directly translate between Japanese and English. Of course, there are some cases that do this, but、um, it's not as interesting to talk about. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's get started. All right. So, the first one, when we decided to do this topic, and then this movie comes first to my mind, and then coincidentally, <laughs> that happened to Sadie too. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Japanese title is. Wildo Speedo.、Mm. And the English is Fast and Furious. This is the <laughs> Fast and Furious franchise. And it did. It came to mind very quickly because very recently, actually, I had a conversation about this movie. And the exact scenario that we just described happened to me、mm -hmm. <laughs> very closely. But in this case, I think. I, I don't remember. I don't think I had to Google it necessarily. I'm pretty sure I was able to kind of figure out in a roundabout way、mm -hmm. that this was actually talking about Fast and Furious and not some other movie. Once you're kind of exposed to Japanese for a long time and you're a native English speaker, I think you start to pick up on or notice how they use the language in. Their own way,、mm. <laughs> and you can kind of guess what they're trying to express. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this case, it wasn't too difficult for me to figure out.、Um, but at the very first time I heard it, I had to think about it for a minute、mm. like, what is this movie? What are they talking about? And then I had, oh, aha, I get it. It's Fast and Furious. <laughs> ah, that's interesting. Personally,、yeah. I think this title is really good because、mm. it's about a 
car racing and also、mm. car action. So it's kind of suit wild speed. Sure. So I thought wild speed is the original title at first. Ah.、Uh, because it's、speed. already English. So I didn't think about it. Like、uh, people change to Japanese version. Yeah, this, this is an interesting example because, like you said, the full title uses English words, but it's not the actual English title. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be very misleading for sure, make you think that it's the actual title, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I can, if I hear wild speed <laughs> versus fast and furious. I don't know which one to you sounds more impactful or intense. To me, maybe I'm biased just because I'm used to the English title, but I feel like Fast and Furious sounds、mm-hmm. more intense.、Mm. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. For the intensity,、uh, Fast and Furious sounds more intense, but、mm. I think. The reason why Japanese people didn't use Fast and Furious is for people who are not familiar with English, I think they don't know Furious. Yeah. Maybe they don't know Fast. I think that's part、fast. of it. Yeah.、Mm. But Furious is not that common English word for like Japanese who don't know much English.、Mm-hmm. So, but wild speed is usually people know or kind of. Have some ideas or image.、Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I, I had the same kind of feeling. I think wild and speed, as English words used in Japanese,、uh, are more frequent.、Mm-hmm. I don't think fe- I don't think I've ever heard someone say furious in, <laughs> in like Japanese English before. One other thing I wanted to point out part of why I think fast and furious works better in English. Is it's a common kind of、uh, literary strategy where the first sound of both words is the same.、Uh, so, f, f, fast, furious.、Uh, it's a nice combination. Is it、um, like a liming? Kind of. It's called like alliteration, I believe, where the first sound is the same、mm. in, in the words. And it's just very pleasing generally to hear、um, in any language, I think, but in English, fast and furious. They both are good descriptors of the movie, and they both start with that、mm. sound. So it's, it's catchy, it's easier to remember, maybe,、mm. and it sounds pleasant versus wild speed. Wuss has very different. Um, you know, they're very different sounds. So it's maybe not as catchy in our minds or something like that. I see. I、mm. think you pointed a good point because I think Fast and Furious has a series, several、uh, movies, and then they're always using that kind of wordplay.、Mm-hmm. I think the first and the furious is the first one. And、mm. second one is too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> and then,、Classic. yeah, and I forgot、yeah. the other one. And I remember Fast and Furious 5 or something because it started、yeah. with F. Yes. Ah, sorry, Fast 
that's the fifth one. Mm, so many F sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but truly, I think that's part of the strategy. It's it's a kind of um, you know, not rhyming, like you said, it's alliteration. So the sounds are the same and it's easier to stick in your mind. And mm-hmm. so I think it's more, you know, catchy or appropriate for native mm-hmm. English speaking audiences. Yeah. Wild Speed sounds like the direct-to-DVD knockoff cheap budget version of <laughs> Best Appearance <laughs> to me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think because it's hard to, like, a playing words. So mm-hmm. I think if you don't get it furious, then it's kind of hard to continue that kind of word playing in the second one, third one. Even I don't remember the how how they named the second one, third one. Yeah. Uh, but all you need to know is Fast and Furious and that's it, right? Mm. That's the, the brand kind of of these movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, but overall, I think it's a good title in English and I think it it makes sense in Japanese and I think they did a pretty good job of keeping the same kind of tone. Mm-hmm. Using those English words in, yeah. in a Japanese way. Yeah, so, I agree. It works well, I think. Mm. All right. So next one is in Japanese, inside the head. Mm. And in English, this is the Disney movie Inside Out. Mm. Inside Out. Yeah, this one, I was really surprised. Inside Head is not the English title. Really surprised. You were. You were shocked about that. Yeah, more than Wild Speedo. Hmm. Yeah, to me, if I hear Inside Head, it doesn't, like, First of all, in general, movie titles are short, generally shortened or kind of cut down or cut out certain grammatical features in English. It's mm-hmm. common to make it so it doesn't really sound like a normal sentence, you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say hearing inside head sounds even a little bit too unnatural for a title to me as a native speaker so i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily think this could be successful as an english title i think it sounds just a little bit too incorrect to work Uh, for native speakers Mm. because like kind of literal no not because it's too literal just because it I feel like it's the grammar is too simplified almost in titles. Again, you can cut out a lot of things, but too much. It would be like inside, inside your head, inside her head, inside whatever oh. the girl's name's head. I think it needs a little bit more to it to be believable as an English title. It doesn't I need see. to be like this is the story of the inside of this girl's mind. You know. Uh. <laughs> We don't need the full sentence or synopsis, but I see. So like missing not- like a foos. 
ritual. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, yeah. It feels a little incomplete to me. That's so interesting. Because that mm. in Japanese, we don't have articles, so I don't feel weird. Yeah. So, But... like, just head. <laughs> atama. Uh-huh. Someone's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But、uh, in English, I want to, I want like some person, some hint about whose head we're talking about.、Mm. Either that or, yeah, I don't know. If we're using inside head specifically, I would want to know or need a little bit more information in the title to make it work, I think. I see. But inside out is. Already an English、um, phrase, so that sounds fine to me、mm. by itself, inside out.、Mm. Yeah, the concept of these like two titles, I think both try to describe, of course, the movie, but、yeah. the way they describe the movie is very different.、Mm-hmm. Like, inside head, they want to say it's about someone's head, inside someone's、mm-hmm. head, but. Inside out is like usually people don't show what's going on inside the head. Right. But, but in the movie, showing, yeah, we get to see, we on the outside get to see what's going in on the inside, kind、mm-hmm. of.、Um, yes. So it's targeting the same idea, just in a different way.、Mm-hmm. I think in Japanese, it's a little bit, you said before, more literal. Mm. Right. In English, it's slightly more figurative.、Um, mm-hmm. And I think we'll kind of sense a little bit of a pattern with that. I've noticed that with some other examples of Japanese to English titles,、mm. it seems to be just a little more simplified or a little more straightforward in Japanese、mm, a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah.、Mm. I think the English titles, it's more, how can I say, it? like、uh... the way that we use the language. It's more not poetic, but like literary. We can use it as if you're writing a novel or a book, or we have all of these different ways to use the language in a kind of artistic mm. way that mm. Japanese can do in Japanese,、mm. but with English, it's difficult, I think.、Mm. So, and especially when you use the language in that kind of artistic way where the meaning is、mm. the meaning is not straightforward it's kind of implied or hinted at、mm. that's very hard to translate I think. yeah which is why it's just more direct in japanese maybe、mm-hmm. um yeah that's true it's more i feel the english titles are like a witty yeah yeah Because it can be, you know, it's the、mm-hmm. native language that the movie is being produced in. Again,、mm-hmm. in Japanese, they can do this with their own movies, with their own language, but、mm-hmm. we're finding it's hard to translate.、Um, another good example of this is our next movie, which in English is、uh, Legally Blonde. And in Japanese, <laughs> is、uh, Cutie Blonde. Cutie Brondo. <laughs> <laughs> This one was very interesting to me. <laughs> Because I feel like, I think this maybe is an example of a title that's not as successful、mm. being、right. translated into Japanese. Personally, I、mm. think so. Because 
I mean, it could work, I guess, mm. based on, you know, how we expect the character of Elle Woods to be in the beginning, just this mm. kind of cute, ditzy girl. And she mm. ends up being really, you know, successful. And, um, mm. but I don't know. I feel like it's almost too, mm, it's hard to explain. Mm. I, I understand, like, cutie blonde is maybe very catchy, but we cannot understand from the title what it's about. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. But legally blonde is, they're really deep. So legal is, you know, about role. So mm. or maybe she works at a farm or related to lawyer or that mm. kind of thing. And also legally blonde is kind of, but it's like legally blonde is approved or something. It's more accepted from the society. Mm. She got some no repetition. She, you know, she become lawyer and then she's very step up in her life. Mm-hmm. So like a kind of she will be accepted from the society and everyone. Mm. Well, and there's also the aspect legally, the other half of that is blonde. And blonde in in um, the US has a history. The stereotype of blonde is to be kind of stupid or not intelligent. Mm. Um, so we know that she's blonde. We know there's, and we can, you know, with our cultural background information, mm. a lot of media plays up this dumb blonde stereotype. But something with, you know, legal, legally or something, it I feel like it plays with both sides of the character. It hints mm. at both sides. But Cutie Blonde, it only focuses on, like, her appearance. Mm. Yeah, and not so much the other half, mm. which is... Maybe why I feel it's not quite as successful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I see. I think, of course, some people, even Japanese people, know the cultural background. But I would say it's not that common people mm. know that blonde are stupid or something. That's mm. not well known. Mm-hmm. So I think even if we change to legally blonde, like, what is legally yeah. Maybe some people it's same as uh furious. Maybe people don't know. But what about cutie? Like is cutie used that much? Is it familiar in Japanese? Cute is I think familiar word. Mm. Mm. So people can kind of guess from cute, mm. cutie, or kawaii. Okay. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> but yeah, I like the the name cutie blonde is cute but as a movie title probably legally blonde is very clever Mm. Uh. yeah i think it just it it more successfully kind of sums up these side different sides of the the main character l um and it's a little bit too simplified in japanese it doesn't quite give the same Mm. information from the short Mm -hmm. the title that we're given Mm. um yeah this one this one surprised me a lot that it's just cutie (laughs) i thought they would go for a more literal approach and use more japanese words to describe Mm -hmm. the situation Mm -hmm. which happens sometimes um 
but instead they stuck with English words and yeah, I don't know. I don't know mm, if it was worth it, in my opinion. Mm. And interesting. But yeah, that's right. natural how you think. Yeah. But the next one we talk about is actually we use more Japanese word. Yeah, yeah. So this next one's a really good example of what I was just saying. It takes the title and translates it in a much more literal way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in English, the movie I'm talking about is the Disney movie Up. In Japanese, we call Karuji-san no Soratobu Ie. It's long. <laughs> and it's very literal. It means like old man Carl's, you know, flying house in the sky, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we don't have to watch the movie <laughs> yeah it tells the whole <laughs> no no it doesn't tell the whole story but it tells like the main idea of the adventure part of the story in the title for sure <laughs> whereas up it's one word yeah <laughs> maybe it's too simple like mm. to try and translate into Japanese mm. if you were to just say up mm. like yeah you know I don't it's it's hard to get any subtext or subtle mm. meaning out of that, I feel like. But isn't it that same as for uh people who speak English? Right? Mm. Just up. Or is there any meaning rather than just going up for this? That's a good question. I don't know. I feel like up of course, it's about the flying house <laughs> going up <laughs> into the sky. But, you know, it's also kind of about the the main character, Carl, the old man, his kind of journey from being really happy to being really sad and then becoming more happy again in his life. His emotions kind of, mm. in the end, um, lift up a little bit or go up as well. Mm over the course of the the film Mm. um so again i don't know if that's intentional in the Mm. title i think this is part of what's cool about simple titles is Mm. each person can kind of put their own meaning into Mm. it if it's completely like translated very specifically (laughs) there's no interpretation like this Mm. is what happens this Mm. is what it means but if it's just one word, two words, you can kind of put your own feeling into it or your own ideas into what it could mean. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Because up is also really a familiar word for Japanese as an mm. English word. It's sure. nothing special. I would say maybe 90% people know the meaning, maybe yeah. more than that. So mm. that's why even they can just leave as an app in Japanese title as a katakana app, but they didn't use it. So I'm just wondering why they changed to Karuji-san no Soratobu Ie. Yeah, what's... <laughs> You're right, it is a mouthful. It's long to say. Up <laughs> <laughs> is so much easier. It's a good question. Why would they choose to do that? Um, you know, make it so much more literal then just go with a little bit more vague or, you know, open to interpretation sort of title. Mm -hmm. If you hear the word up, up in Japanese, like what comes to your mind? What do you think of? 
if we just hear up something going up yeah or like a kind of good thing not bad mm. because you know opposite is down sure down has a kind of negative image but up has kind of positive image mm-hmm. mm. yeah so i feel like it's not that different from english which is why it's interesting they chose mm. to change yeah. it so so drastically mm-hmm. i wonder i would love to know who decided to change it and why so specifically (laughs) and why so long (laughs) yeah if the actual way that we use the word or our idea of the word up is very similar it seems like a kind of unnecessary change to make it so specific in Mm. Japanese I don't know maybe it's just not interesting enough as an audience to like catch their curiosity or make them want to see Mm, it probably but if you hear, ooh, flying house, what's that about? Maybe it's more attractive for movie viewers or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe cultural difference too. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We're just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is very interesting. <laughs> um, okay. We've talked about American movies being translated into Japanese this whole time. We're gonna pivot for this last one and uh, switch from a Japanese movie into English. So the English title of this movie is Spirited Away. And Japanese is Sen to Chihiro no Kamikakushi mm. by Studio <laughs> Ghibli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very famous uh, movie, Japanese movie. I think even a lot of Americans. I would say it around mm. my generation or, you know, millennials, maybe slightly older, slightly younger. We are probably familiar mm. with this movie. Um, Yeah, this is one that definitely I did not know the Japanese title to. And if I talked about Studio Ghibli movies with my students, I would say Spirited Away and they'd give me a kind of weird look like... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and they would say Sento Chihiro and I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> actually it was the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about this one. I What does spirited away mean? So I always imagined it as you know, you've seen the movie, right? Or you yeah. know the story. Yeah. I always imagined it as, you know, the the main character, Chihiro. Mm. She through her journey like is kind of disappears from real life and mm. ends up in a spirit world. So I always thought it was kind of a more poetic kind of way to say like her her spirit was taken into a into a new <laughs> world kind of world and she's going on an adventure uh, there that kind of thing i don't know if that's uh, if there's more meaning to it than that mm-hmm. that's just how i interpret it mm-hmm. but yeah i recognize it's definitely like a spiritual journey a spiritual experience she goes mm-hmm. on um being taken from reality into into the spirit 
world. Yeah. I see. Kami, kami kakushi, the last part, sento chihiro no. Kami kakushi means, kami means God. Yeah. Kakushi is, kakushi, kakusu means to hide. So, kami kakushi means someone disappear by God. Oh, interesting. So back then, if people disappeared or missing people, sometimes people say, oh, they got kamikakushi. So God, eh? you know, hide them or took them to some took other world. Interesting. World. It's, again, see, this is a great example. I feel like it's so much deeper or it feels like there's so much more meaning. Mm. It's richer in the Japanese <laughs> title, right? And, you know, again, maybe there's some meaning in the English title that I don't know about, but to me, the Japanese title seems very, like, mm. a specific kind of situation yeah. happening. Whereas for me, it was more general, just like she's she's going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but as you said earlier, so this is really cultural knowledge. Mm. So if we say kidnapped by God, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. In English, it doesn't, that doesn't sound too um, maybe appealing for a kid's movie, especially. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ghibli movies deal with more mature themes, but I don't think in English kidnapped by God sounds, mm. I don't think it would fly. It would pass here very well <laughs> for kids. Yeah. <laughs> When we talked about English titles earlier, for sure those are those sounds better than Japanese、mm-hmm. title. But if we talk about Japanese original title to English, then the original Japanese title sounds better or deeper.、Yeah. Mm. So I think it's natural though. You know, again, you just if you're using the native language, you have the tools of Kind of taking that language and playing with it more.、Mm-hmm. And you also have the, you know, cultural background knowledge and everything that can、mm-hmm. be used to also play with the language. So it makes sense to me that the native language would be able to convey、mm. the title better in、mm-hmm. a more deeper or、um, in a deeper or more, I don't know, interesting way, I、mm. feel like. Yeah. yeah, I agree with this. Is the one of the a d v a n t a g e of learning the foreign language and then to read or watch or listen the contents in the original sound or original、mm-hmm. written、uh, language? Then you can understand directly what it means. Yes, yes, I love that. And I, I fully support if you are using media.、Um, Such as TV shows, movies, whatever. If you can, I highly recommend watching、um, not dubbed versions, but subbed、mm. versions of that media. Because, like you just said, things are, you know, even if the, it's subtitled in your native language, just listening to the performance、mm. in the native language, the way it was meant to be. 
heard, I feel like there's more emotion. It's more impactful. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if the translation doesn't exactly line up with it, you can still hear the intended uh, version of it. And I think, you know, dub is fine too. It's interesting. And obviously it's easier to understand from a foreign language perspective, but I highly, highly recommend trying to listen to or trying to watch some subbed mm. versions if you get the chance. Mm. Um, it's just more authentic. It's more real feeling. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially if you have a basic skill, even you're not fluent yeah. uh, the second language. If you have basic or if you started to learn, it's way better to watch the in the original language. Absolutely. You'll be surprised at how much you can pick up on even mm-hmm. with a little bit of language. And it I think personally, it's kind of motivating. Mm. You catch something that they say in the native language and you're like, oh, I understood that. Wait, <laughs> I know that word. Oh, my gosh. And it's like it kind of makes you feel good and motivated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. If you can, please try to watch subbed versions. Um, don't rely too much on dubbed versions mm-hmm. once you once you get a good foundation in in the language that you're learning it just it i think it connects you deeper with the culture Mm -hmm. of the language that you're studying and it's Mm -hmm. it's really cool um yeah wow (laughs) it's wonderful conclusion (laughs) yeah we came to a great conclusion i love it (laughs) oh this is so fun to talk about and um thank you for your insight and your opinions on you know like the English or the Japanese versions of the mm-hmm. English movies. It's really cool to hear your side of things. Mm-hmm. I always love to get your input ah, on all that. Of so, course. Thank you. thank you for sharing the English titles. Actually, I feel like I never think about this much deeply. Mm. So I feel like I understand more the meaning of those titles. Yeah, it almost reframes the story a little mm-hmm. bit when you yeah. hear- the explanation of the title a little bit deeper. It's very, mm. very cool. Maybe Thank we can you do so this much. again sometime. Yeah, yeah. part two. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. If you enjoy listening to our show, please consider leaving us a rating or comment on your preferred podcasting platform. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at foreignexchangeprogrampod at gmail.com. We'd love to get some feedback from you all. You can find us on Instagram as well at Falling Exchange Program Pod. So feel free to follow us on there, send us a message, and get notified when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. <laughs>